Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. All right, well, let's have a look at Walt Disney. It's uh, shares up the most in almost two years. That uh, after the company brought back former leader Bob Iger to replace his successor, Bob Chapek as a CEO. Let's get to Chris Palmieri, senior editor with Bloomberg Media and uh, the telecoms team. Thanks for joining us here, Chris. Uh, what do you make of this? Uh, well, it's a surprise. Uh, you know, uh, this had been a, a transition that had been in the works for years, uh, and uh, Bob Chapek was was uh, Bob Iger's handpicked successor. But he clearly had a lot of problems. He he is a brusque individual who uh, he was just never able to connect with employees. He um, obviously had a very di- difficult time taking over right at the start of the pandemic, but uh, he didn't make life any easier with his approach and the way he uh, ran the company. Chris, correct me if I'm wrong. Chapek came from the theme park side, so maybe a lot of his skill set was it was not suited to a lot of the challenges that Disney is facing when it comes to things like ESPN or the streaming side of the business. That was one of the considerations. He's actually he had been at the company for a long time. He started out in the uh, in home entertainment, so the, dealing with you know actually videotapes back in the day. Then he ran consumer products, all the merchandise there, and then as you noted, ran the theme parks. and And most of the analysts sort of agree he, he actually did a terrific job at the theme parks, almost too good. He was his tenure is going to be sort of most noted for uh, really increasing prices. Uh, not a happy uh, scene among the. Uh, Disney uh, theme park loyalists. He required reservations. He raised ticket prices. He started this new line cutting uh, system that you have to pay extra for. So, you know, we could add another $40 on top of your $180 theme park ticket. So, uh, you know, a lot of uh, really uh, dramatic price increases that, that made the business more profitable, but not beloved. All right. Well, I mean, the thing is, he was, uh, uh, Bob Iger was. Uh, uh, I mean, I think he was uh, chairman not too long ago of uh, Disney and uh, also CEO, of course, naturally, as we know here. But, you know, in the time he's been away, the landscape has changed so much. Do you think he's got the right tools to turn Disney around? He is, you know, widely regarded as just about the best media executive in the business. And um, if you look at the dramatic growth Disney had up until he left, you know, with the launch of Disney Plus, you know, was all his idea that you know, now has, you know, 200 million subscribers worldwide with all of their streaming businesses. Um, you've got, um, you know, all of the acquisitions he did with with Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Fox. Uh, so he's, he's a very creative guy, has good relations with all the talent and the talent agencies. Uh, but yeah, this is a challenge. Uh, the, one of the reasons JPEG is out is because the streaming TV business lost $1.5 billion in the most recent quarter. Uh, that's a lot of money for any company, and he has Iger has to navigate this transition between the traditional TV world, which is, you know, people are watching less and less, 
uh, into this new streaming era and do it profitably. Uh, but you know, nobody sort of doubts that if there's anybody who can do it, it, it is Bob Iger. It's kind of interesting because when you look back, uh, before Mr. Iger uh, took the reins back in, uh, I think it was September 2005, Michael Eisner ran this company, and he was pushed out, I believe, at the time. And Eisner was regarded as a very effective CEO. But at some point, when the market starts moving against you, you, you have to be reactive. That's it. And, you know, Eisner's also had, you know, particularly in the his first 10 years or so, uh, he did a terrific job growing the business, both the theme parks, you know, made the acquisition of uh, Capital Cities ABC that gave the company ESPN, you know, which was a huge, huge profit generator for years. Uh, he just, you know, stayed a little bit too long for a lot of people's uh, comfort. Uh, things started going south, and, and that's when uh, Iger stepped in. And, you know, but it was, a, it was a, once again, it was a very dramatic succession. Uh, Eisner did not go uh, quietly. Well, no, absolutely. That, that's it here as well. Uh, so, Chris, you know, what happens next? What are the metrics that, uh, what's he got to deal with, first of all? What's on his to-do list? Well, we're already seeing some of the action. Uh, today he announced that he was essentially undoing this very unpopular move that Chapek had made internally, which uh, Chapek decided that everybody uh, on the creative side, from the traditional TV business, the film studios and that, uh, needed to report to this one central authority, which was going to be in charge of all business decisions, whether it's ad sales, what movies to make, what uh, channels or streaming services to put a TV show on. And, you know, this rankled the traditional studio heads and network chiefs who used to have that authority. And, uh, you know, they were um, all you know, listening to this this other business unit headed by this one individual. And uh, so Iger fired him today, Kareem Daniel, and uh, said that he's going to reconnect with all of the traditional head of the film studio, head of the TV business, head of ESPN, and figure out a new uh, corporate structure, which will probably look a lot like the old one, where you have these individual managers responsible for their own decisions, both a business and a creative standpoint. But I'm wondering whether or not part of his strategy will include exiting or at least reducing some of the company's exposure in certain business lines. We were talking earlier with uh, one of our guests who was saying that maybe Hulu, for example, could be viewed differently as Iger returns to uh, the CEO role. I'd be really surprised if that were the case. Remember, Hulu, um, is, the company's interest in Hulu significantly increased under Iger's presence. You know, it went from 30% to, to 63%, and then he uh, negotiated the option to acquire uh, uh, Comcast one-third. Uh, and, and, you know, that's a deal that they already have a contract on. The question right now is just what price. Uh, I, I, I think that Hulu is, is very much a piece of this overall puzzle, the streaming service. It's very popular. It's got a lot of really good shows. And most likely after Disney acquires that other third, they're going to integrate it more fully into the Disney Plus product, which if there's a criticism of Disney Plus, it's that it doesn't really have enough for adults. Whereas Hulu, that's exactly you know what what they have. So, I, I think you'll you'll see Hulu more fully integrated into the Disney uh, streaming business under Iger. Well, the market seems to like this uh, news as uh, Disney shares rallied by more than six percent today on news that Bob Iger will replace his successor, Bob Chapek, as CEO. Chris Palmieri, thanks uh, so much for being with us. Uh, Chris is senior editor with Bloomberg's media and telecom team. 
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.